alone. Anyone, everything in my love. This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Oh, fuck, it's all good. It's actually not that bad up here. It's not? It's, it's not as bad. As bad. It's been worse. I think it's because we haven't been up here for a full hour before this. Right. It's emanating heat and sweat mm -hmm. and stress and grossness and... Hey! Is this the camcast? I didn't know you guys were here! This is so crazy! Um, in case you were wondering, Chris Mercier. Mm -hmm. And yep. before I forget, Kenneth Levitsky. Yep, that's me. Hello! Fredericks. 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 Kenneth Frederick Levitsky? That's my brother's middle name. Oh, no, no. I, I thought he was James Lee Levitsky. No. Oh, no? No. Oh, weird. No, I believe you're Fredericks. It's just Frederick. No S. No, no. I'm saying it, so it must be true. You would. You would do that. I wonder how much of the ad intro will be cut now. Probably quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just leading up into the random babbling to the... Huh, what? You've been here the whole time? Good thing I got my pants on. My geek pants. And what I love is I never know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I have no real plan. Aside from what we're going to talk about, mm -hmm. I have no real plan. We're Before, talking. during, and after. We are going to talk about this. But that's what I mean. I know we're going to talk about one of the best Spider-Man games I've ever played in my entire life. Well, that's after about. only one hour. Half an hour each. Half hour each. Right? Um... Full disclosure, I've been watching the Rad Brad. He's been doing that. But playing it and watching, two different things. Two different things. Yeah. But like I was and saying. And in my like, defense, this came out, my sister got married, I got a hangover for two days, and then I watched. Two days. Yeah, then I watched. <laughs> then I watched all the episodes of Jack Ryan. Oh, how is it? Amazing. It is, eh? It's so good. Yeah. Are they still trying to make him like uh, James Bond or Jason Bourne, sorry? No. No? Because that was the only thing I didn't like about Chris Pine's. Uh, I did not like Chris Pine's version. I didn't version. mind him as Jack Ryan. I just didn't like how they were like, how they tried to make him like Jason Bourne. Yeah. You I know? mean, he was alright, I guess, but he was no Ben Affleck. I was going to say Harrison Ford. Mm, yes. Or Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> uh, I, and I like those two because they emphasize their brains over their bronze. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Um, which, I, and I, I know I'm not faulting Chris Pine. But it's just one of those where, like, the scene where he's in the uh, bathroom and he's fighting the one dude, that one I liked that scene because you got the feeling that he could die at any mm -hmm. point in time. It was the other fight scenes after that that I was just like, okay, well, so now he's an ass kicker. 
he's an injured war hero, but he's also an ass kicker. Yeah. Eh. But that was more direction than anything. I mean, he's trained by Ken Costner. You're going to be an ass kicker. That's true. He was Robin Hood. Yeah! We almost Rich did it at the same time. Wow. Wow. That's actually one of my favorite interpretations of Robin Hood because he's a British. Yes. American. Southern. Right. Southern American born in uh, England. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense that he wouldn't. Christian even, Slater's his brother. He wouldn't even try. No, it wasn't his brother, was it? I thought they were brothers. He was rock. Oh, maybe I, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I just remember that it was uh, Morgan Freeman was super Islamic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember even as a kid, I was like, I don't remember this in the cartoon Disney movie. Mm-hmm. But then again, in the it's cartoon, actually the first Alan Rickman movie I watched. Right. Yeah. Because I watched that before was, Dagger. He was, uh, yeah, he was the sheriff of Nottingham. Mm, Nottingham. Yeah, he had yeah, an accent. Yeah, mm. I, I will say at least Kevin Costner didn't try. No, he's Did like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm Kevin Costner. I still, I still love that they just sat there and went like, you know what? Let's do, let's do Robin Hood. Let's make it a little bit more action packed, and let's get the guy from Field of Dreams. Yes. Yeah, let's get that guy from Field of Dreams. And that? Uh, yeah, he's not even British, he, and he's Southern, and he can't really do a British accent. I don't know if you heard me. What I said was, get me the guy who did Field of Dreams mm-hmm. and put a turban on Morgan Freeman. Yes. <laughs> and I let him on a great career path, because he followed it with, like, you know, Waterworld and The Postman. I love that you're just naming his big office, big box office bombs. Right, but you know what? Instead of like, I love both those movies. Dragonfly. Just Dragonfly really was so good. Why is that not on Blu-ray? Really yet? good. Oh, I love Dragonfly. That was really good. Waterworld, I really liked. I liked Waterworld. I, really, I mean, like, if you don't sit there and spend the whole movie going like, where do they get gas? Where do they get the cigarettes? Where do they get the lighters to light the cigarettes? If you don't do that, it's it's actually not a bad movie. Dennis Hopper had connections. He sure did. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're already starting off on a ramble. Oh yeah, absolutely. But we're only talking about like an hour of Spider-Man today, so we have to ramble. That's fair. Before we get to our Insta question of the day, okay. I just want to point out that on September third, yep, it was the twentieth anniversary of Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Yes, thank you, Metal Gear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I have very fond memories yes. of a lot of the games. Phantom Pain. I started playing that. Phantom Pain, yeah, you can, yeah. Or no, Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes. Oh, Ground Zeroes. Yeah, Ground Zeroes. I started playing. Um, <clears throat> I still plays like old Metal Gear, but I have to say, I remember you said this, and I was like, no, oh, maybe that might be cool. I hate the uh, when you get uh, seen and there's that like flash and it's slow motion and mm-hmm. you have that like opportunity to take the guy down before he radios in. I uh, in playthrough I hate it. I don't like it. I hate that. Uh, I think Kiefer Sutherland mm-hmm. is terrible yep. as Solid Snake or not Solid Snake. Uh, big Boss. Big Boss Snake. Yeah. Um, Venom Snake or whatever the fuck they were calling him. I mean, graphically, it's amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. Controls is awesome. It's your usual Metal Gear controls. You know what I mean? Like, if you play Metal Gear 4, and then you play this one, and it's just like playing uh, Snake Eater, and then playing Metal Gear 4, where you just, like, 
you're in it, and then you immediately get into more moves, but it's still, yeah, you know, it's like yeah. coming home, as they say, right? Ah. Right? Um, I think... Like a P. Diddy in my head. <laughs> I thought he was going to be the only one who was like, uh, I'm coming home. Oh, that's that. <laughs> I don't remember that song. I'm coming home. Yeah, because all I remember, all I remember is... Warm sun, <laughs> feed me up. Anyway, so uh, I think Ground Zeroes just playing that that one giant level will be fun, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, everything I've seen and heard about Phantom Pain, I'm just like I don't want anything to do with it. It's a sad, sad, tragic way to end that series. I mean, even though it, it is but technically to me, has to me, ended it. Metal Gear Four was the end. Exactly. Like, I, I, even when they had said that they were going to continue the story with Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain, I remember the first thought was, uh, why? You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't need to have any of the in-betweens from... Too many in-betweens between Snake Eater and Metal Gear uh, 1, I guess we'll call it, because there was Peace Walker and the other one after that. Mm-hmm. So they already had two, but then now we have to sandwich... Uh, Phantom Pain and Ground Zeroes into that. And uh, Peace Walker. I thought I said Peace Walker. Did you say Peace Walker? There was Peace Walker, and then there was another one. Because Peace Walker came after 4. Yes, immediately after 4. And that one still stars David Hayter, so Sorry, it is no, part of the series. There was the one after Snake Eater, and then there was the one after 4. So Peace Walker's after 4. What's the, the one after? That's the... Oh, the Portable PS- Ops. Yes, Portable Ops. Yeah, but Hideo wasn't really part of that. I don't know. I bet you if you look at the canon, it's part I'm of it. sure it's part of it. Yeah, I'm but sure anyway, okay. But it sucked. I but I mean, I mean, how much more of that story do we need to see? Yeah. You know? I'm good. I didn't need to see him uh, creating Zanzibar Land. Mm-hmm. Disappointed that they didn't call it that. Zanzibar Land? <laughs> Sounds like a friggin' chocolate bar. Well, that's fucking, that's Nintendo Metal mm-hmm. Gear. That's Big Boss and Zanzibar I am Land. Solid Snake. And this is Zanzibar Land. Yeah. Welcome to Zanzibar Land. I just realized that that probably didn't look like eating a chocolate bar. It made you did. It did. It did was it? a hot dog, actually. A hot dog. Yes. Because everyone holds a hot dog like this. Yeah, it's more like like this, just to make it look really bad. It's more like this. Okay, I feel better now. Yeah, there you go. Okay, good. Can't be the only one looking. Uh, whatever that it was. Yeah, I don't know. So happy 20th anniversary to Metal Gear Solid. Yep. I didn't get Metal Gear Solid until December 25th, 1998, because it was on my Christmas list. And I wasn't a big fan of Metal Gear. You were not. At least the first one. Mm-hmm. I remember playing the second one, the tanker level, and I was like, okay, all right, mm-hmm. I can get behind this. And then when they tweaked the uh, controls for Metal Gear 1 on the GameCube. The GameCube for the Twin Snakes. Even though the CG, the CG, or the full the videos, videos are the went all ridiculous. John style. So ridiculous. He's like running on the missile. Yeah, because I remember, okay, because so, I played the tanker, and I thought the tanker was really cool because they tweaked the controls a bit, um, and it wasn't all completely top down, which yeah. really bothered me at the time. Plus, I was a siphon filter guy, you know, in retrospect. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then in retrospect, I'm like, Really? Why? You picked Siphon Filter <laughs> over Metal Gear, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was Snake Eater. I remember seeing screenshots of Snake Eater, and they talked about the CQC, and they showed screenshots of him, like, hiding in a fucking, like, log, and the bad guy's, like, looking just over him, and I remember just being like, whoa, that's like First Blood Rambo. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I have to play this. And in order to play this, even though it's a prequel, I have to play the first two. So I played the GameCube one. 
and beat the GameCube one. Uh, as much as I hated the over-the-top, like, what was it he, like, took on three guys, and they all had, like, hot submachine guns, and one of them had a rocket launcher, mm. and fucking flips over the rocket. It was, uh... It takes out... It, it was during the fight against the Hein... The Hein D helicopter. <laughs> and it shoots a missile. And he... That's it goes slow-mo. John... I think they... You know what? I think they even had a dove in that scene. I vaguely <laughs> remember they, they added a I dove. Think they did. And he jumps on the missile, and he runs, and then he backflips right. off the end of yes. the missile. Yes, Oh, my God. I remember... Yes. Like, just looking at you and being like, what the fuck? And you were like, what the fuck? That was definitely not in the original version. No, not at all. I and I also like and I played it on normal. So so when I beat the shit out of Sniper Wolf, yeah, that was like me like holy fuck. I hated it. Sniper Wolf. Yeah. Well, I shot that bitch in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to hide behind that tree? Bam, bam, ass shot. But that that uh, yeah. So after that, then you play Snake Eater, and you're just like holy shit. Like Snake Eater is still one of my favorites. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like the first two. I'd have to say, like, I'm almost neck and neck. You were really into Snake Eater. More so than I was. I played it so much. Because I always connected more to that solid Snake story than the big boss one. I, you know what it was, though? I loved the uh, the CQC aspects. Yep. And I loved the hiding aspects. The hunting animals and eating them. Uh, that one, it was just, like, part of the course. Like, you just yeah. did it because you had to. Uh, but I thought it was kind of neat that they gave you that option. Weren't um, the monkeys from Ape Escape in that game, too? Yeah, that's right, but that was a separate game. That wasn't part right, of it. Right, right. I remember game. that. Yeah, yeah, which was, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, but I also loved the bad guys. Like, the boss fights were awesome. Mm -hmm. I thought they were really cool. And, uh, yeah, I would say Snake Eater, and then Metal Gear Solid 4, and then, like, 2 and then 1. Yeah. Would be my order. Because, but yeah, those games are just amazing. And even though, like, 4 was still kind of a mindfuck storyline, it was an epic way to it wrap up so great. that story. Seeing Meryl come back and his goodbye to her. Oh, and she found true love with the guy that was taking a shit in the first game. Which was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. You're and like, what? Raiden comes back. He's a badass cyborg. And... Yeah, which is hilarious because yeah. he got shit on for oh, yeah. too. And I don't blame them, because, I mean, in the marketing, it was snake, snake, snake. So then when you beat this tanker level, and I remember that was one of the problems I had with 2 as well, was like, okay, so you play for about an hour to 2, depending on how much you milk the tanker yes. level. And then after that, that's it. You're waiting the rest you of the game. You see them later, and that's it. So 20 years. 20 years. That's amazing. Metal Gear 1, 20 years. <clears throat> 20 years ago, right now, I was asking my parents for that for Christmas. Could you imagine That's that? That's crazy. 20 years ago was the first time you ever had a character smoke in the game. And not only was it to help you if you didn't get the thermal goggles, <laughs> but it also took off your life. <laughs> and back then, there was no internet. That's right. So me getting so excited over this game was from seeing screenshots and GamePro. Exactly. EGM, PSM, yeah. official PlayStation magazine. Those four magazines were like my, just like, Both oh. bars, both bars. Oh. It was like, because it was the same thing for me. It was just yeah. like, you had to read those magazines. Yeah. You know, and yeah, like you, like you said, no internet. Yep. So it was just, these were our Bibles. It was this, it was Wizard, it was uh, Pro Wrestling Wizard Illustrated. for comics, yes, Pro Wrestling, yep. You know what I mean? So it was just all these, like, other means of getting this information that now you're like, oh, you take it for granted that you just go, 
you know? Yeah. You actually get to see I them. actually miss magazines. So do I. I mean, I know they're out there still, but... It's not the same because not the same anymore. they don't nearly they don't jam as much into it. Yeah, price is still the same. They don't jam nearly as much into it because, like, I remember when you spent like five bucks on uh, an EGM, and you read that front to back. Oh yeah, to the point repeatedly. where like the paper was just like exactly flopping around like toilet paper. Incredible. Oh, and that's how we got excited for games. Yes. Although I gotta say, the marketing for this game was awesome. Yes. Absolutely awesome. And this was probably the biggest surprise in the PS4 yet. I know everyone was big time surprised by like the God of War, the new God of War. And I thought they were big time surprised about how Watch Dogs didn't look the same as it did in the. Oh wait a minute, Puddlegate. Puddlegate. <laughs> yeah, um, but this was a huge surprise. Insomniac, their last game was an Xbox exclusive. So for Insomniac to come back to PlayStation. And do an exclusive Spider-Man game? Uh, what was their last game? Was it that... Uh... Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, it was, eh? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they were... And it's not a bad game. I enjoyed playing it. They're the infamous guys, or are they... No, they were... That's Sucker They Punch. were Resistance. That's Sucker Punch. That's they the did the Resistance yeah. games, and they did Spyro. Like, they've been... Uh... That's right. That's right. Cause they Ratchet did... and Clank? They're the Ratchet and Clank Yeah, guys. that's right. The Ratchet... like, they've been with PlayStation since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So then when they, like, left... And did like an Xbox exclusive, like not even a multi-platform game, like Xbox yeah, 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 exclusive. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, wow, okay. Although since it dropped, it looked awesome. It's awesome. It looked, and awesome. that's pretty much where they tested the physics for this game. <laughs> yeah, that's a hilarious way to just. But yeah, like I agree, like to come back and do an exclusive Spider-Man game that has no ties to mm-hmm. any previous Spider-Man games or any of the movies or anything like that or any of the comic books. It's its own beast. Like, I mean, the reviews leading up to it were literally like, this is Arkham for Spider-Man. Yeah. And there's a lot of that to be said that that is true. It is very much Arkham. I would say Arkham inspired. But inspired. It's, it's not like a... It's Arkham inspired with the, the combat a bit. But, I mean, the swinging is the best it's been since oh, Spider-Man 2. man. Um, yeah, but, like, but we were we were talking downstairs like another game that came out twenty years ago, the NeverSoft Spider-Man game. Yeah, and that made me realize that holy shit, this is the first Spider-Man not made by Activision in about twenty years. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. That's insane. And yeah, but then again, uh, well, because Treyarch towards the end was Treyarch. Well, Treyarch was under Activision. Oh, I didn't know that. It's they were all Activision. Every wow. Spidey game since NeverSoft Spidey was Activision. I'm some- I'm, so the Treyarch batch of games must have done so terrible. I mean, but that was that was that was back then. Activision had all all these awesome developers, and they put them on all these different titles. Yeah, that's then true. when Call of Duty picked up, it got big. Oh yeah, that's right. Everyone over to Call of Duty. Everything that's else. Right. That's right. Everything sucked. got backburnered. Shit. <clears throat> I mean, like, cause the last Spider-Man game that I played was Shattered Dimensions. And yes, that I played, was good. I actually really liked it. I think I played a bit of the one after that too. Web of Shadows. Is Web of be- Shadows? Is that before or after Shadows? I, I want to say Web of Shadows. Mm, that might be after. Web of Shadows might be after. No, there was Shattered Dimensions. And, and then there was the right one where that. it was. Uh, you you like, played as Spider Man 2099. Yeah. And then you played as. Okay, I got my iPad here, so I'm actually going to look this up right now. Yeah. Uh, Shattered Dimensions was Spider Man, Spider Man 2099, Noir Spider Man, and uh, Altered Spider Man. And yeah. you played as the symbiote. <clears throat> Spider-Man. Or you, know, you could shift in between. You know what was an awesome Spidey game? 
Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man was a really awesome. And they Spider-Man. did everything like by the Bagley art, Mark Bagley's art. Cell shaded, um, and he was a kid. Like it was all really, really good. Really, really, really good. good. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Playing I enjoyed it. that one. That's probably the last one I really enjoyed. Disappointed I didn't beat that game. Uh, I haven't beat uh, Shattered Dimensions yet. Mainly because I find that the uh, Spider-Man 2099 stuff, they do these diving parts, mm-hmm. and you have to like navigate past things, and I have a hard time doing it. Uh, Spider-Man Edge of Time. Edge of Time. That's ah, the one yes. after Shattered yes. Dimensions. Okay. Web of Shadows was where? Web of Shadows was uh, before Shattered Dimensions. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. There's a game. Spider-Man Toxic City. It's, <clears throat> a, oh. it's a Blackberry game, so we won't count that. Okay. Yeah. So, then the so it went Web of Shadows, Shadow. So last oh, two yeah. official games were the Amazing Spider-Man games. That's right. That's right. Which I didn't play. I was tempted one, to play Amazing Spider-Man Two because they let you play Stan Lee the whole game, which is hilarious. But like the graphical downgrade that that thing got. Oh, it the first bad. one actually looked really good, except yeah. they just used a really shitty uh, Amazing Spider-Man costume, which yeah. I absolutely hated. So I was glad that they switched over to the more traditional costume. Although rewatching Amazing Spider-Man Two recently. Mm-hmm. I actually don't like the costume as much as I did. You know what I mean? I think the Stark suit, which I'm going to call from now on, yep. is probably the best cinematic costume I've seen since the original Spider-Man ones. I like that the eyes move. I like the whole black trim or whatever. <clears throat> Plus, it actually looks like he's wearing the suit and it's fitted to him. Like, there's no wrinkles in it or anything, which is one of the things that the Amazing Spider-Man 2's suit was. Plus, I felt like they got so crazy with the over-stylized spiders and stuff like that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, even in the Raimi ones, like, it starts off like that, mm-hmm. right? And then it just, they start pulling it further. And I'd always, like, I guess the older I get, the more I'm kind of like, yeah, but why would he, why would he sit there and be like, I need the spider to be bigger? Yeah. That makes no sense, you know, but whatever, regardless. So, yeah, um, that movie. Hmm? That's such a good movie. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to do that one. So, yeah, we're already talking Spidey, so I say we, we do our Spidey talk, and then we'll save the instant question for the end since it's a pretty yeah, big we're already, topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly, a big topic. Exactly. So, <clears throat> so let's, let's do it. We All right, played so one you hour. Played, you played first, so let's hear your first thoughts. We my, have, I've already said it from the past. My first thoughts. Now, now, I went into this, like, other than seeing the trailers, I knew nothing. Yeah. You've been watching the rap. Completely You've been watching Rabbit. I had spoilers all the way through. So. so you kind of had an idea what was coming. So all the marketing for this game has shown him in this new white suit. And at first we didn't care for it because it was a big change. Yeah. Oh, changes. Not good, donkey. No. No, no, That was nice track. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible track. That's pretty funny. No. I mean, the reference. I enjoyed it. The reference. I enjoyed it. Then again, I have layers like an onion. So most people do that. <laughs> no one note pony. No one note pony. Oh, yeah. before you go any further, your shirt is great though. You like that? I actually really like that. I, really I know cool. I, I I wore a Funko Pop shirt last episode, but I was like, I gotta go get a Spidey shirt, and then I realized this is the only Spidey shirt I still have. I only have one too. Yeah, it's that uh, that new Homecoming one that I got. Okay, which, yeah. Which it's all off kilter. Mm-hmm. And it's big. Yeah, which I really really like. Although. I gotta say, if they re-released a shirt with like the actual bang on, I'd buy it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, no, I like this. But shirt. yeah, getting back to the costume, I agree. Like when I, it's even like the way that they. So you see, there's segments here. Yeah. Okay. 
So even that part there, I was like, I don't know. And I, I, I didn't like how it had almost no boots. You know what I mean? But the white, the giant white spider and the white on the gloves, the biggest thing that I didn't like. But then you see this thing in motion. When it's in motion, it looks fucking but fantastic. Even in that opening sequence, or the, just on the uh, start screen where he's just perched. Yeah. Even there, it looks infinitely cooler than it did any of the screenshots I saw up to that point. And yeah. I was just like, okay, all right, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. But as you were saying, so, you, so yeah, so, so I, I, I ended up falling in love with this costume. So when I start the game and find out that I'm actually in the classic Spidey suit, I was like, what? Yeah. I was expecting to see the white suit. Exactly. I was all ready for the white suit. Well, yeah, because they tell you, like, this is Spider-Man after about eight years of being Spider-Man. Yeah. So if you do the math, he's approximately about 23, 24. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's done it long enough that he's a staple of, of New York, which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. So him having an updated suit made sense. You're like, okay, all yeah. right. Why not? It's been years. Why wouldn't it? You know? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, when you're playing Arkham Asylum. You know, and he's, Batman's already got an armored-up suit that gets more armored as he goes. And then and later, mm -hmm. by the time it's Asylum, he's an Iron Man. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's actually one of the reasons why, even though I like Arkham City uh, a lot, they get away from emphasizing the weirdo aspects. Or not the weirdo aspects. They just make it more tech-based. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of, instead of grounded in reality, so it's like Iron Man Light, and then <laughs> Asylum, it's like Iron Man 5.0 with his tank and everything, yeah. but anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I got a huge... I was the same way, too, because when I saw it... Yeah, I, you're probably enjoying my reaction to that, because you knew it was coming, and I, it was a complete surprise yeah, for me. It was. I, I enjoyed that immensely. I was like, oh, that's really cool, and then, cause yeah. then you spend the rest of the game going like, when does he get the suit? How does he get the suit? Why exactly. Does he get the suit? Yeah. I know. Like, so it's got to come eventually. And now we played up to the third mission, and, and he's in his, the regular suit still. So yeah, yeah. now I'm like, I don't know when this white suit's going to pop in. That's right. That's right. And I mean, it's cool. But yeah, so it starts off, uh, his alarm goes off, and he's Peter Parker's walking around his room and everything. He's close up shots of all his technology. He's making toast with like tech and everything. So you see a really smart Peter. Yeah, I like that right away yeah. that they emphasize that this guy's like, he really is smart. smart. He is freaking you know? smart. Um, but the graphics are insane. They are so amazing. Good. And when he goes to the window of his apartment and you see New York for the first time, it's, it's oh, a shit moment. Oh, just man. Like, wow. So last time I swung around New York at Spidey was that Triart game, Spider-Man 2. And now I see this, I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah, so shit. for me, for me it was... Uh, Shattered Dimensions and Shattered Dimensions, it's a linear game. It's very linear, yes. So like, yes, you get to swing, and but you don't get the. Uh, there's not that fun factor of just swinging around, yeah, and and exploring the city. You can explore as much as you can within the confines of the levels, and that was one of the things I didn't like about it. Right, I was pumped for Shattered Dimensions. Like I pre-ordered that, and I played oh, it. Wow, I played it because to me that game looked like. Back then, I was saying, this is the Spider-Man Arkham game. Yeah. And it was so not. The boss battles were the one thing that kept me coming back to that. Yeah. Uh, the boss battles, the Spider-Man levels, and the Spider-Man Noir levels were the three highlights for me. Mm -hmm. Twenty ninety nine, it's all right. You know, mm -hmm. that's more of a beat-em-up. Yeah. But that was fine. And then uh, Ultimate was okay. Mm -hmm. But either way. 
So, so yeah, so we're, we're free swinging around New York, like through Manhattan. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. it's huge. Like it's I, huge. Like, I told Adrian tonight, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to land Spidey down in Times Square, and I'm going to walk around everywhere we went on our honeymoon. Yeah. I, like, I just want to see how, how, like, how much of New York is in this game. Uh, there's honestly so much. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, like the level of tokens, because there's landmark tokens, there's crime tokens, mm -hmm. there's research tokens, there's uh, fort tokens or uh, hideout tokens. Okay. And all of these tokens. That's cool. Yeah. There's a uh, another set of tokens I don't want to say because it's spoilers. Okay. Uh, these are I mean they're spoilers for you, but you'll literally within minutes go okay all right all right. And those are all based around. Crafting suits. Okay. Yeah. Which is uh, super awesome. Like, I love that you can actually just craft the suits and you don't have to pay any fucking thing. Yeah. Not a cent. Yeah. You just play the game. I love that the DLC coming out is story-based and not, like, buy costumes for five bucks. Oh, yeah. Because Tekken does that now. And that pisses me off. Like, the new Tekken, Tekken 7, you got to buy Anna Williams. For like five ninety nine. Well, uh, Street Fighter Five is the one that really pissed Street me off. Street Fighter Five, that was an incomplete game when it came out. That was you the one to basically that pay. really pissed me off because I love the Street Fighter series. Yeah, and we talked about this uh, during the weekend. Yeah, 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 more so than Mortal Kombat, and I like Mortal Kombat. I didn't, mm -hmm. like, I didn't like it. I liked Killer Instinct, but Street Fighter was the game that I really loved. Yeah, the most. you had a Sega, right? You had a no, no, no. Did you have a Game Gear? Nope. I had a Game Gear. Yes. You had a Game Gear. Yes, but. Street Fighter wasn't on Game Gear. Oh, okay. But anyway, or at least that I didn't have. Anyway, um, but just in general, like uh, at the arcades and stuff like that, I was always a good fan of it. So, and I, I'm a huge fan of Street Fighter Four. That's one of my favorite fighting mm -hmm. games. You know, e even more so than Infamous. And Infamous is awesome. Or not Injustice. 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 Yes, Injustice yes. is awesome. But Street Fighter Four, amazing. So to hear Street Fighter Five coming out, I'm like, yeah, I love that this is. In and around a commentary on video games, mm -hmm. by the way, and the industry itself. But then, so it's like $80 game, literally unfinished. You want more? Pay. Yeah. You want all this other stuff that you got the last two games? It's basically like pay. 160 by the time you're done. Exactly. And, I mean, I don't know if they've turned a profit, but they must have if Tekken is following the same. Well, Mortal Kombat is the same thing. And they're not just like, you know. Did they really? Yeah, oh yeah, all their all their extra characters you gotta pay for. But you don't unlock them. Oh my god, really? All the fighting games are doing it. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Like it That's makes gross. me not wanna fucking play them. The worst part though is that because people will do it, they will buy it, it says it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to do this. But what's refreshing is that this game here and how much did you pay for this game? Uh this is a seventy nine ninety nine game. You paid eight. However, I pre-ordered this in 2016 with an E3 deal and got it for forty nine ninety nine. Okay, so you paid fifty bucks. Pre-ordered it two years ago, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, fifty bucks, and already I could tell you, it will be worth every penny. Mm -hmm. But even just like I said, like I love that. Excuse me. Even like okay, so let's say the DLC. Let's say the DLC is ten bucks. Okay, let's just say twenty-five. Let's just say it's twenty-five bucks. Okay, <laughs> all right. I don't know how much it is. You don't know how much it, it is. Uh, yeah, it's okay. Well, let's say it's twenty-five. It's all right. Bucks. It's all right. Okay. You got a whole new story-driven mission. 
right? Mm-hmm. Whatever else is in there, I don't know. I can't remember, but. Well, it's uh, it's the season pass that right. will, for twenty five that will include three separate story missions. Yeah. The first one is, uh, has Black Hat. Yep. So three, okay. Uh, so that already, and and don't get me wrong, I'm fine with DLC. I did DLC with Arkham City. Oh, I know you did. I did DLC with mm-hmm. that. I did every single DLC with that one actually. Now that I think of it, because so you had the pre order bonus with Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And then it was Nightwing and Robin, and I got all of them. So I'm I'm not a for, I'm not like against the idea as long as I see value in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't do season pass with Arkham Origins because I saw no value in it. You know, I I wasn't gonna do the online stuff and uh, the extra DLC stuff there. I wasn't really because I wasn't like I mean I liked the game and it's yeah. a better game that it gets credit for. For being, but uh, I wasn't like Arkham City. Where I'm like, yep, I will. Uh, I will play this till my eyes bleed. Mm-hmm. Your eyes bleed. No, but I mean, okay, I, the right, mentality right, right. was I'm willing to do okay. this till my eyes. I'm glad bleed. I didn't get that far. This game, I could probably see myself. <laughs> yeah, game, you know, my eyes will bleed <laughs> when I get a PS4, which is probably gonna be a lot sooner than I intended because of this game. I'll probably just be like. Hey, Ken, uh, remember when you played Spider-Man until your eyes played? And mm-hmm. you're going to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you did take one for you either, eh? And I'll be like, no, how did you get around mm-hmm. the eyes bleeding? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a lot of hours into this game. I can tell her, even Adrian downstairs was like, oh, this is so cool. You can just swing around see New York. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be playing a lot of this. Yeah, game. so like, but like, okay, so it starts off pretty linear. It has to, because they got to give yeah. you the basics. The mission is on this side, swing to it. Yeah, but I, what I like, though, is so within the first couple of minutes, you get the swinging mechanics pretty much down, mm-hmm. but you're looking at this city, and you're just like, holy fuck, because this isn't a city that's shut down. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's alive. There's people literally everywhere in this city. It's cars, fucking New York. Cars are moving like it. Cars are moving. Helicopters are moving. People are all over the place. Yeah. You get close enough to the ground, people see you, they go, oh, hey, Spider-Man. Oh, man, that yeah. guy saved my life. Yeah. All of these things are happening while you're getting to the first actual mission. And the first actual mission, which is incredible, is Apprehend Wilson Fisk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we come far since I never saw a game. Remember that? Just a, a yellow haze because there was a poison down below yeah, or something? Yeah, you that's had to right. Stay above the clouds? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Got, and uh, the mechanics for swinging was literally just uh, hold, 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 yeah. hold. No, it wasn't even bumper buttons, I don't think. Yeah. I think it was one of these. And you're on top of the buildings, and he was like, Psst, Psst, Psst. Yeah. It's like, what are you swinging off of, buddy? Um, and Spider Man 2, the movie sequel, actually, the same thing. You were swinging off anything. Yes. The, the sky didn't matter. The only thing you couldn't swing to was the Statue of Liberty. You had to grab a helicopter and ride to it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But even just, uh, like I said this too, like the the boss battles in comparison, like boss battles are usually really good in the Spider-Man. Mm. It's usually pretty good. Yeah. This one, like, because you played right up until Fisk. I know. So my first half hour was right into the first mission. Probably a good... 90% of the Fisk mission. Yeah. Learning how to fight and everything. And right before the Fisk fight, I like, my half hour's half out. Hour's Here up. you go, buddy. It's me. And then, and because I had already seen this. So yeah. I'm like, I already know. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, fuck me. Yeah. You know, but I'd seen it. So I thought maybe I can give her a go, but I didn't have half an hour getting used <laughs> to the mechanics. 
And I remember one of the first things I said to Ken was like, don't play this like Arkham. Don't play this at all like Arkham. And uh, easier said than done because the style is very similar. The combat yes. is very similar to yeah. Arkham. It's enough where you play it like Arkham because you're so used to. Once you break it, though, I found like it was a lot easier to just... Like, when you're dodging... The dodge button is the secret here. Yeah, you have the to dodge, hit that. You have to hit that O non-stop. The dodge button is your favorite, is your friend, because you're yeah. going to constantly be moving and zipping between guys and going mm -hmm. underneath guys. Yeah. You know, and Wilson Fisk hits fucking hard. Oh. He hits hard. Man, he gave you two shots in the back of the head. It was like I watching a UFC time. fight. I did three times before I finally beat him. Now, when I did beat him, I had his number. I fucking had you his did. number. You did. And that was awesome, falling with him. And, oh, and the man. Like, when I first saw that, I was just like, oh, that's so great. And yeah. then to actually do it, you know what I mean? And, like, I mean, I know some people complain about quick time events. But when a quick time event it. is done it. really well, yeah. when it's not slutted out, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I went there. Mm -hmm. When it's not slutted out, then it actually makes you feel like you're part of the game. Yeah. Because, like, I remember when I first played God of War and you got into that first quick time event, you feel like a fucking badass. With the Hydra? Yeah. Oh. You're in the boat oh, and the so head comes good. in and you're, like, beating it up and yeah. then, like, just conventional beating it up and then all of a sudden it's like press circle and you press circle and it's just this huge, like, boom, boom, slam it against this and then it's like press triangle, slam it against that and then press square and it's like stab its head down here and then it fucks off and you're just like, because you had never seen anything like that in a video game ever. No. You know? like, And now, and I'm talking like even playing like uh, uh, Devil May Cry. Because Devil May Cry, but to that point, was probably one of my favorite action games. Yes. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, you didn't easily. get anything like that. Um, so then when you did, it was like, holy shit. And then after a while, you're just like, oh, okay, press this, press this, press this. But if they do it too much, it takes you out of the game because you're not really playing the game. Exactly. I never like felt like I was not playing the game. I never not felt like I was Spider-Man. Yeah, I love the Quantic Dream games, and those are mostly quick time events. But to me, it's like playing a movie with those games. But see, now it's different if, that, like, uh, what is it, uh, Beyond Detroit or whatever? Well, you just there's Beyond Two Souls, and then Detroit be sorry, yeah, that become one become human, become become human. So that aspect, and I watched Brad Brad play that game almost mm -hmm. all the way through. Uh, that is a different type of game, though. Oh, it is. For me personally, I would go, okay, but this is this is that kind this of game. This is an adventure game. I can th Then it's different. Like, that's yeah. a different mindset. Whereas in an action game, uh, especially when the idea is to make you feel like the character, like, like God of War, like I said, yeah. like Kratos, yeah. uh, or Spider-Man or Batman, to then all of a sudden feel like you're just on autopilot isn't the greatest. Yeah. So I understand the complaints by it, but to, there's no complaints here. A quick no. event. No, I thought it was awesome. Like I didn't get to play it, but I watched cool you too. and I was just like, Fireman is <laughs> awesome. So fucking cool. Yeah. Man. Man. Now, as beautiful as this is and as great as it plays, we did notice quite a bit of glitches. Yeah. In that first level. I was very shocked by this. Um and I don't know, maybe it was just because I didn't notice any glitches when I watched it. But then like I remember because uh, one of the similarities with the Arkham games is when you beat the last guy, it slows down and you get this little kind of mm -hmm. little cool effect. So then when you're like laying out all these guys and then you get that, I remember going like, oh no, you're missing There's a someone guy. left. There's someone left, but we don't see anybody. Then you look away, look back, there's the guy. Just standing beside me. Just there like, hey, 
That, that was the second one. The first one was that guy on the on the door, just yeah. running against Why the wall. Why does this door open? Why? I just want to go through the door. Yeah, and he's running like this, yeah. but he's holding a gun in both hands, yeah. and I was just like, oof. Uh, so, yeah, so there's a bit of glitches, which... Well, I mean, the game's only been out a few days. I'm going to man... Patch. I'm assuming a patch is coming soon. calm. Yeah. But, I mean... It's not a broken still, game by any means. That's the, and that's what I was going to say. Even still, like, a, and I have not played, like, an actual game since... PS3, and I'm still playing PS3 stuff, and I actually, I think I was just about to restart Last of Us again, just because, fuck. You need to play DSX, Demon Revolution. It's on the PS3, trust me, it is okay. amazing. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll definitely check First it out. First person Metal Gear. Okay, alright, I'll check it out. Alright. I'll check it out. I'll uh, get around to it whenever you finish uh, Voltron. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing at this point. Last it. season, though. Last season's coming up soon. Yeah? Oh, I can't wait. I'll probably, I'll probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I've actually... Uh, it, but regardless, regardless. So, graphically, this game is unbelievably gorgeous. It's insane. It's, like... Like, I got, I got the controls to play, and I just looked. Like, yeah? Is, Holy crap! I'm looking at New York right now. You know, and like, I mean, we're in a spot. Well, I mean, you're you're in a spot right now where we're literally in like the lower levels of New York. Yeah. So we're not getting a lot of height, and also like this is the beginning of the game, so it's not like we're maxed out in stats mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But like, even just swinging around in that small section that we have, because I mean, obviously the story's got to progress, and then yeah. you open up the whole thing. It's still just so much fun, like. It just feels so cool, and it always, like, when it's done really well, it makes me think, like, yeah, if I was Spider-Man, I'd be doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I got some time to kill, or I gotta go somewhere. I'd be web-swinging almost all the time. Yeah. You know? Although, because I'm an adult, like, okay, like people must go, that Peter Parker stinks. Yeah. He, and he is always sweaty, He's and gross, so and out of breath, and, man, just... Gross. <laughs> I smell like fire all the time. Yeah, you smell like fire, smog, yeah. like exhaust. It's just really gross smell. Fart. <laughs> Lizard shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, ugh, Jesus. Gross. But that's just me, because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, one hour into this. Yeah, one hour total. It's It plays like, like I said, like it's one of the best Spider-Man games I've ever played. And I mean, I guarantee you, when I get a PS4, we'll do an update. When I get a PS4, mm -hmm. which, like I said, will probably now be in the next, like, four to six months, you know? I'm going to start, like, putting money aside <laughs> at this point, <laughs> you know? Um, you should be like, for uh, anniversary, birthday, and Christmas gifts, can I get a PS4? Just combine it all into yeah, one nice Yeah, just do the same thing we did as kids, and I'm a yeah. grown-ass man. yeah. Hey, maybe don't buy me a Christmas gift for the next five years. There maybe that one. There you go. You know? I mean, you go making babies, it's going to be the last gift you ever get. That's true. That's true. Make it a good gift to go out on. I like you. I like you. I That's like good. You That's too. a good argument. I like you, too. I like this. I like this. So, um, yeah. So here's another thing, too, okay. which, uh, which is a surprise for me, and then, of course, it was a surprise for you. Uh, so you, you meet Fisk. And Fisk is the same Fisk that we've seen yeah. every other medium. Big brute. Okay? You immediately also meet 
Dr. Octopus. Dr. Otto Octavius, sorry. He's not an octopus yet. And while he is similar in the sense that he's a scientist, what's absolutely crazy is Peter Parker isn't a photographer of the David Doodle. He's actually a scientist's assistant to Dr. Otto Octavius. Mm -hmm. And they do a really good job of not showing you who he is until you actually see him. Because calls come in on Peter Parker's uh, yeah. headset. Yeah, Andrew Connell, whatever, he's saying Doc. Yeah, and it says Doc, and they chat it up because they're working together, trying to get a grant uh, for this this thing, right? Yeah. So the final mission that we did, really, was go to the, to the lab. There's a bit of story. It's me, Dr. Octopus. And I like when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I love the way he looks. He looks amazing. He's, he's balding. He just looks like a really normal He looks like guy. just a normal dude. Like you can imagine him as a professor at some school or something. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I thought it was it was really cool that uh, very much like the Arkham games where they did their own thing. Mm -hmm. They weren't beholden to anything else. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, so uh, this happened in the comic book, so it has to happen here. This happened in the movies. It has to happen here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I also love the fact that this is uh, rumored to start kickstart Marvel's like a, a video game universe. Exactly. You know? Because Square is releasing Avengers next. Yeah. And he's going to have ties Why to Why picking it off? Because apparently Avengers Tower is in this. We haven't seen it yet, but it's no. in there. Exactly. So, I, I mean... I mean, I'm pumped. I am I'm so, so excited. I'm so pumped. Like, I got so disappointed like, by Marvel versus Capcom Infinite when when they announced that I was excited and then I found out there was no X Men in it. I was so pissed. Last one I played was Marvel versus Capcom Three. Right. I actually purchased that game. That's an awesome game. That was a great game, except yeah. Galactus is a fucking asshole. Yeah, he's a big asshole. He's a fucking huge he's asshole. Here's the final battle. It's like he's Galactus. It's like, come on. Yeah. Like, even just logistically. <laughs> like, I know it's a fighting game. But yeah. logistically. Yeah. Your three dudes mm -hmm. are fighting a fucking 20 story, or no, 20, how tall is he? 200 feet? Oh, he's like a massive. He's huge. 20 size. I, I, I always think back to the old Fantastic Four cartoon from the 90s. That's right. And he's literally the size of buildings in New York. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he's like. Yeah, he's walking around and he's the height on top of the tallest of skyscraper. Yeah. And I think he's even bigger than that. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, that's who you fight. So, I mean, especially, like, for superhero games, not all of them are good. Most no. of them are garbage. There's a lot more bad than good up there. So, like, I mean, I had hopes for this one, but I wasn't like, yeah, this game will be amazing. Mm -hmm. I was like, this will probably be really cool. It mm -hmm. looks great. I've seen good-looking games that look fucking terrible. You know what I mean? But I said this to Kenneth, the, the first thing I said was, uh, so I referenced Puddle Game. Okay. <laughs> Apparently there's people online in the world that went, whoa, the puddles in the actual game are flat as opposed to the rippling water effect that they got in the uh, pre-release gameplay. Okay, so here's here's my thing. If that's the worst complaint that you have for this game, shut the fuck up, keep it to yourself, because we've already established that the potential cost for this game is $80, mm -hmm. okay? Doesn't matter, it's 80 bucks. I guarantee you, by the time you're done this game, you will actually feel like you should have paid more for this game. Yeah. That they cut you a break by charging you 80 I mean, I'm swinging. I'm looking at all the cars moving under me. I'm looking at the people, like, commuting back and forth. The buildings are gorgeous. 
I'm not worried about a fucking puddle. Yeah. Who's looking at the puddles? I, like, even when they do the side-by-side, and yes, the puddles do look different. They don't look as good as they did in the actual pre-release gameplay. Yeah. Okay? But everything else looks just as fucking good, if not better. So I don't, like, ah! Yeah. Well, it's that day and age, man. Everyone complains about everything. Yeah, nobody can be happy. At all. Although... We say that, but we'll probably get really cranky with the Insta question. Mm. <laughs> we, might, we might be complaining about But that... Complaints are fine. If you have a justified complaint, that's fine. And okay, like, if you feel that Puddlegate is a justifiable complaint, that's fine uh, for you. But, I mean, like I said, if that's the worst thing you can... If that's the one thing you can pick apart on this game, then... That's sad. That's... that's that's actually a pretty good ratio. Because mm-hmm. even with Arkham City, and that's a great game, that's one of my favorite games, I'll replay it, because I already have a couple of times. Even in that game, there's a couple things where I'm like, eh. Yeah, Arkham City looks like it might have a run with, because uh, we were talking about that, that was one of the Insta questions last time, and I said, Arkham City, hands down, is my favorite superhero game ever. Yeah, yeah. This is looking pretty good. Yeah. Though, you know what I did forget? Story-wise, it blows, but gameplay-wise, the X-Men Origins Wolverine game. Yes, I felt like Wolverine that. In that yeah, game. I agree. I agree. That and, game was amazing, and that game did come around. It came out the same time where every game had stealth levels, yep, action levels. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but that game was. I remember we played the shit out of that game. That was my first platinum trophy on a PlayStation. I, yeah, that's I, I I played, the only time I, played, I ever played, I played it was at your place. I, that yeah. was a, I only played it at your place, and I remember even just like the stealth aspects were really cool, but it kept with the character, because there are times yeah. where Wolverine is a fucking ninja, you know, mm-hmm. but then there was other times where he was going to take on everything. I mean, what was it, the uh, Alkaline Lake uh, yep. level, yeah. where that's that's where I stopped playing, because I was fucking hard. That was that one. Wendigo fight. was there, right? Yeah, you fought the Wendigo. Uh, yeah. Because they added certain aspects that weren't in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. To spread it out. Was it Wendigo that I fought with Alkaline Lake? I'm pretty sure Wendigo. I thought Wendigo was first level. Anyway, I just remember being, like, hounded by the fucking helicopters. Oh, yeah. And getting, like, chewed up by them, and I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm gonna go back to my house for a while. (laughs) Then I never got back into that game. Uh, but I remember being really disappointed with, uh, X-Men Origins 2. Yes. And it was The X2? That was the first, like, Wolverine solo game that came out, and I was bummed. And it was disappointing. It was very disappointing. Yeah, it was like X... It was Wolverine and Nightcrawler, and the graphics looked terrible. Wolverine Nightcrawler was one other person, wasn't there? Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. Iceman? For some reason, I want to say Iceman. But I remember just being like, oh, uh, no, no thanks. No, it wasn't a good game. But... Graphically, it was neat, but... But the X-Men Legends games, those were awesome. Yeah, they're they're awesome if you're into the dungeon crawler type exactly. slash. And I played X Men Legends uh, two, and I and I did like it. I uh, but after a while though, I was like, yeah, because I'm I, when you throw RPGs at me, I'm like an actual like mm-hmm. RPG guy. Like I'm like a Final Fantasy guy, or like a Chrono Trigger kind of guy, or a Zelda, you know, mm-hmm. like an action RPG. So I'm that kind of guy. I'm not a uh, like. Baldur's Gate. Uh, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm yeah. not that kind of... Uh, Diablo. Or Doom. Yeah, Diablo. Yeah. That kind of RPG yeah. guy. And no offense to anyone who is. I'm not saying that, you know, it, one's better than the other. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I am. So, you know, for those kind of games, uh, 
Especially because they're the, the same fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you could argue that the conventional I mean, yeah. RPGs are the same fucking thing. Gameplay-wise, just... I mean, X-Men Legends and even the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, they're not that special. But it's the fact that you're these characters and you're interacting with, like, fucking every X-Men mutant ever. Yeah. Like, that was That cool. was the selling point for As me. As an X-Men fan, like, I was like, this is fucking heaven. That was the selling point for me, too, because I, I'm i a huge X-Men fan. I mean, you are yeah. a huger X-Men fan, but mm-hmm. I am a, a huge X-Men fan because cause they're just fucking cool. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, there's so many great X-Men moments that I'm like, yes. Yeah. You know, and, and then we referenced it in our comics run where Astonishing X-Men didn't make the cut for either of us, but it was really close. Oh, so because close. Because those 25 issues written and drawn, written by uh, Joss Whedon and drawn by John Cassidy was amazing. And in that entire run, not a filler issue. No, not a single filler. Nope, and that 25th issue was double-sized, and it had a stock cover. Yeah, well, um, what? no, they did 24 issues and they ended with an annual, did they not? Wasn't the final issue an annual? I didn't think they went 25 issues. Because I remember issue 25 being the first issue of uh, Warren Ellis' run. Oh, that's right. That's with, right. Uh, Simone Bianche or whatever. Which is an acquired taste. Very acquired taste. I don't feel like that's a, a monthly artist, that guy. No, he's Great. not. Great looking. He, he should be one of the prestige co- format. Like, yeah, you're a cover artist. Or like a prestige format book where it's exactly it's not like a conventional X Men yeah. story. It's not yeah. your run of the mill like oh this is a overpowered mutant let's go get him mm. you know and Ellis uh, I wanted to like that run but I remember I gave it a shot two or three issues in and I was like I'm done. Ellis is another one that is more missed than hit for me, but when he hits he hits hard like. Well, I mean, I haven't read any of Trans Trans Metropolitan. Trans Metropolitan, yeah. Which I mean, it looks crazy cool. It sounds crazy cool. But I feel like that's one of those books because it's his sandbox. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He can just go nuts. Yeah. Or like his the Wildstorm stuff is another example where they're just like, here you go. Go nuts. You know, it's kind of the same deal. And he's with, a pro like, at going nuts. With Alan Moore too, when yeah. when they said. Uh, ABC, Wildstorm, all of that, here you go. Yeah. You know, and he just went, okay, mm-hmm. these are my toys I'm playing with. And I feel like in that aspect, so that's where creatively he shines, and more else as well. Whereas when you have like Marvel or to an extent DC, where they're just like, okay, here's what we need you to do. Here's where we need you to get to. Here's how we need you to do it. Yeah. Uh, here's a couple of artists that you can choose from, but only of these. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's how it is, but sometimes it feels like that's that how it is. Eight months down the line, they go, you're doing a really great job getting to the point we wanted you to go, yeah. but we need you to go off course for six months to fill in this event that's happening yeah, in the middle that's of right. summer. Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah. Remember that event that we told you we were going to do? And that your book wasn't touched? Your book is doing so well. We're touching it. That you actually get to be tied into this. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's like thank you. Oh, thanks for that weird compliment. Yeah. So, you got anything else to say about Spidey here? I, mean, I am angry that I don't have a PS4. <laughs> that I can't just, just go, go home, and, home playing, and just right? fucking play this yeah. game. Because instantly, like even watching it on the, the Rad Brad's YouTube channel, which is one of my favorite YouTube channels. Uh, you might never ever see this, but I actually did a YouTube comment for the first time ever. And oh. said, you're like, 
you're awesome and you're amazing. I can't remember exactly what I said, but the gist of it was. Did you say he was rad? I did not. Dot dot dot. Rad. I did not only because I feel like that joke's probably been done. He's probably got that a few times. Yeah. Hey, Brad, you're rad. Hey, Brad, you're rad. Yeah, I just said that. Hey, Brad, you're rad. Like that. Did you okay. Say that one? All right. No, I didn't say that one. All right. But yeah. So I really like uh, the Red Brad's YouTube channel. My favorite channel is kind of funny. Yeah, you did. Watch those guys yet? You did tell me that. No, I haven't. Greg Miller is hilarious. This is the one episode where you're like, "Hey, did you do that thing I told you to do?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't." And you're like, hey, "Remember that other thing I told you to do?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Did you do it? No. Did you, did you read Why the Last Man yet? I haven't even opened it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Hey, you know what? Turnabout's right. fair play. It's about time I got to eat some shit yeah. for not getting on top of some of this stuff. Yeah. Hey, did uh, did uh, your sister get married last weekend? She did. That's partly my excuse. She did. Is my sister getting married this weekend? She is. Yeah. That's also partly my excuse. Great excuses. Thank you. I'm very happy for our sister. Whew. Yeah. 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 So, I got nothing else to say. Yeah. Amazing game. One hour in. I'm probably, as soon as you leave, I'm probably going right back to it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Asian, are you watching anything? Did you not be watching anything? <laughs> are you watching anything? Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Right. You As a are. matter of fact, you're watching yes. me swinging around Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's uh, Spidey. I think we're done talking about that. We're gonna hop into our instant question because yeah. I feel like, um, well, we're gonna. I'll, I'll, I almost feel like this shirt is a tip off. I'm gonna. I'll read the question. And I'm gonna let you kick it off because you're wearing the the colors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is coming from. Uh, oh, first off, we got a question here from. Chen, Chen the Llama. Okay. Mind giving me some feedback on my latest YouTube video. Sorry, man. No, we're not doing that. Okay, so next. Oh, really? Yeah. He doesn't even follow us. He's just Chen the Llama. He wants people to watch his YouTube. But he's not following us. No. Isn't not... that like... Shouldn't you follow us, then ask us to do this sort of thing? Yeah. No, we're not going to watch you, but I just gave you, like, uh, some mercy in there. So yeah. Hey, enjoy. hey, how about uh, helping you out? Unless uh, unless your awesome. videos are actually about llamas, I might check it out. Because llamas are funny. Yeah. Okay. They spit. <laughs> That's funny. That is kind of funny. Okay. Uh, Tor Torstein1981 says, well, he says a question here, and then we'll, we'll lead into the rest of that. Who would be your favorite to take over the cape as Superman? Now, some people might be wondering, why is someone taking over the cape? I thought it was Henry Cavill. So did we. That's right. At least for one more movie. But, I, I don't know. Did you see the video he just put up? I didn't see the video, but I saw the uh, the picture of him wearing the kryptonite lifting team. Yeah, and he's holding a Superman toy. And, and he yeah. said today's been a fun day or something. Yeah. So who? I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know. As of I mean, right now, though, everyone is saying Cavill is out as Superman. Yeah. Um, now, I had heard like, uh, maybe it was last week or the week before that uh, he was in talks to be Gestalt or Gestalt uh, the Witcher mm -hmm. for the Netflix show. And if he signed on for that, that may complicate his uh, deal with DC. Then I was like, okay. All right, fine. He's contractually obligated for one more movie. Uh, I like this, by the way. Am I sweating? No. I feel like I'm sweating. Got a black dot on my oh, nose. I had a black dot on my nose. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I okay. So when I heard that, I was like, all right. But I mean, it's a Netflix TV show. Yeah. It's gonna be I mean, you like eight episodes, eight one-hour episodes. But also. 
kind of in the back of my head, I was kind of thinking, he's gotten way more recognition for Mission Impossible Fallout than he did than he has for anything else he's done. Yeah, he got a lot of props for um, the other spy movie, Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle, which you know I liked him in it, you know, and I was like, okay. I didn't watch it. It's all right. I don't like Iron Man, so I don't watch it. It's funny because he's in the list for possible replacements for Superman. Oh, please no. I know, I know. I was like, oh my god, no, 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 no. Okay. Um. Okay. So. So I was like, in kind of in the back of my head, I was like, okay, but he's contractually obligated for one thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then, uh, yesterday hits, and it's Cavill's out. Cavill's out. Cavill's out because Warner Brothers is going to push the Supergirl movie, yeah. and that is going to push back any possible Superman movie for several years. And that was the phrase they used, several years. So then, oh no, first it was he signed on for The Witcher. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, all right, we'll see what happens. And then it was, he's out, he's out, he's yeah. out. Supergirl pushed that, pushes movie back several years, blah, blah, blah. It'll be ages until we see him in the suit again, so he's out. So I was like, okay, all right, but I hadn't heard anything from his camp. He hadn't said anything. This is just Warner Brothers saying something. And then they had that thing where, uh, you know, the Superman is like James Bond. Uh, you know, we feel like a new one could sort of course correct because of the uh, mistakes that were made prior. Okay, well, these are mistakes that Warner Brother made. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Cavill. Cavill oh, just it was did Warner. what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Hey, do this? Okay. All right. Um, especially... Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the two too bogged down. Okay, so... Anyway, so they're saying... Uh, and then they uh, made a point of saying uh, Michael B. Jordan is a yeah. heavy favorite for Superman. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a rumor right now? I think... That... It seems like every time they're like, oh, this guy's out as this character. It's like, well, just get Michael B. Jordan to play him. Yeah, or Idris Elba. It's becoming a thing. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, you know what? Someone's because stirring these rumors. They want to see a black Superman. It's fine. There's 100 million black actors. Why is it always Michael B. Jordan? Well, because he's the flavor of the month right now. Right. He's amazing. He's a really good actor. Well, you know what? Human Torch didn't do that hot. Oh, thunder. Yeah. Thunder. In a fan four tastic. Yeah, fan four tastic, yeah. Whatever. Nobody called. did good in that. Yeah. Apparently Miles Teller is supposed to be a really good actor. I couldn't tell you that he is. <laughs> okay. Um Michael Jordan, also a fantastic actor. If I mm-hmm. hadn't seen Black Panther, I would have said, uh, nope, no he isn't. He was amazing in Black Panther. So good in Black so Panther. Good. And he's really good in Creed. You know, like it's it's actually kinda of funny because uh the more I think about it. They did nothing to make Black Panther any more charismatic. He, like, if you think Captain America is a, a dry goody two-shoes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black Panther is even drier. You know, and he, the only distinction between the two, aside from him being even drier, uh, or uncool, if you if you will, he's also willing to kill up until, yeah. you know, I yeah. guess we'll see what happens in, after Black Panther, but... Mm-hmm. He's willing to kill. So those are the two differences. So you have largely a boring hero with a incredibly charismatic and largely justified bad guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're, it's so e- uneven that you're just like, really? I don't know. Like, I mean, if you argue, uh, so Captain America, Captain America had Red Skull. Yes, Red Skull, more charismatic than Captain America. But 
It's not a huge leap. And also, he's really bad. Yeah. You know why he's doing what he's doing, but you're still like, oh, sorry, sir. I, can't, uh, I, I could not get behind this. I don't agree with any of that. None of this appeals to me, no. sir. Whereas Killmonger, I was like, I totally see where you're coming from yeah. with a lot of this. Yeah, your dad was killed by his dad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so there's that. Plus, you're blackballed mm-hmm. from your home. You can never see your home. You've never seen it. Ever. And then you're trained to be a killer. Yeah, okay, I can see it. I can see how yeah. suddenly you're just like, yeah, my, my brothers and sisters from all around the world, they need to be able to stand up, and here's how we do it. War. Mm-hmm. But, um, so getting back to having a black Superman, I mean, for <laughs> when we're talking like established characters for so long, I don't know why we have to suddenly think they need to change races. You know, because, I mean, Superman's not an inherently racist character. Yeah. At all. I mean, Superman helped take down the KKK. So. He did it. You know, um, James Bond is another one. They, they want to switch his, uh, his race, and it's like, well. Which we were okay. I was okay with if James Bond was a code name. Yeah, and I, and I But then, they, then with Skyfall, yeah. they pretty much put it down there. I mean, it's not a code name. He how is would, James Bond. How would people feel if. We made a new Shaft movie, and he was played by Christian Bale. I know he played the bad guy. I was going to say, I was like, he was in the Shaft movie. Though. I know he played the bad guy, but, you know, or, but, or uh, you know, but Miles Teller. Miles Teller as Shaft. A bad mother, shut your mouth. But please, nicely, because I'm white. That sounds like a really bad movie. How would, how would the black community feel? I would be pissed off about that. I would, I would be like, are you kidding me? Do you want to get shot? I mean, Shaft's awesome. This is a... Well... I sure the fucking want Miles Sam Teller. Jackson Shaft wasn't the greatest. They're making a sequel. Are you serious? Son of Shaft. Who... Is it Michael B. Jordan? I forget. It could be. But Samuel, <laughs> Samuel Jackson is back in it. I'd watch it. Why don't you just call it Shaft Jr.? It's Papa Shaft. Papa Shaft. Son of Shaft. I don't know. But, uh... Okay, so, but anyway, uh, without getting on too much of a tangent, I mean, it's possible you could have a black Superman down the road. I mean, we have alternate versions of Superman where he's black. Yeah, DC did, like, an Elseworlds for their films. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's I don't see why we have to have just one or the other when they're like, hey, we're going to have four different actors playing Joker at once. Yeah. So why the fuck can't you have this Superman and then this alternate... Even then, though, like, I mean, this... Okay, the Joaquin Phoenix movie remains to be seen whether or not that'll actually see the light of day. I'm not holding my breath. I'm not really holding my breath on anything from DC right now. Yeah. I, I still don't think no. the Flash movie's going to happen. I don't think so either. I don't think that's going to happen. Flash, I also don't think Flash the Supergirl movie's going to happen. Supergirl won't happen. They're pushing hard Not anytime hard soon. There's so, it's, and that's the other thing, too. You want to push hard for that movie? Fine. I get it. Fast Track Man of Steel 2. Get that contractually obligated movie out of the way. Especially because we're at a point where now we have the version of Superman that we should have had from at least Batman v Superman. Yeah. At least from Batman v Superman. Okay? But alright, fine. Do that movie. Contractually obligated is out of the way. I mean, I'm not against recasting Henry Cavill, okay? Because, I mean, I'm going to watch it. It's a Superman movie, I'm going to watch it. Okay? 
He's such a great Superman. And I feel bad for him because he's such a great Superman, but he's never had a great script to work with. I know, and especially like, if he had a great script, coming it off would be an Justice amazing League, Superman. He was like, I've been reading yes. Superman books, and I want to give the fans this the version of Superman that they want to see. You know, so now I'm thinking, okay, so we'll get like a cross of like Christopher Reeve's Superman with Henry Cavill's Superman, and then boom, that's going to be like perfect. Because visually, he looks like with Superman. A sprinkle of Brandon Ruth or Ralph. Ralph? I think it's Ralph like Mouth. Oh. But it might be Ruth. Could be could be sound right. Well uh, see, you can't say a sprinkle of Brandon Ruth because that was just uh Christopher Reeves. Like that was Brandon Ruth playing Christopher Reeves playing version Superman. of Clark Kent and exactly. Superman exactly. as told to by Brian yeah. Singer yeah. and Richard Donner. See what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, see he's a good actor though. I feel bad that uh, I know, so do I because I like They're like, oh, you have to be Christopher Reeves. It's like, but I can do this on my own. Yeah. Well, that, and uh, what else? They, they also said, like, they, they've got, uh, they had special suits with sculpted muscles. So that yeah. Bigger. Which, okay, fine. But they also gave him the weirdest type of suit where they mute the red and make it almost look brown. Mm-hmm. But then brighten up the blue. So the blue pops. I was like, ah. At least with Man of Steel, they reversed it. And they said, okay, well, the red's going to pop. We'll darken the blue a bit, and then in Batman v Superman, we're gonna brighten everything up, and then obviously Justice League, we're gonna brighten it all up. Really popped it, but you know what? Like, we got that that little peek at the perfect Superman Justice League. Yeah. And I s- still say that the perfect Superman movie is in between Superman Returns and Man of Steel. Oh yeah. You take the good things about both of those and put them together, you got a perfect Superman. Movie. Yeah, well, and that's what I mean. So if you did Man of Steel two, yeah. Um, and you got a director that was passionate about it, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, but like, like Matthew Reeves, I think was was that the one, or there was another one? I know uh, Landis wanted to, but yeah, Landis is insane. He'd be an insane choice too. Oh, Christopher McQuarrie. Yes, Christopher McQuarrie is the most recent one that I was like, after Let's Fallout, do it. and then that little like I do that with Henry Cavill, and then like Tom Cruise was like, I go over DC and Christopher's there. Like, just do it. Like, Get it over man, with. Man, Tom Cruise is Hal Jordan? Yeah. Okay. My pick, if we were to recast, is a tough one. Because, like, first of all, I don't know if I would have picked Brendan Ruth. It's it's so hard because Henry Cavill is such a great Superman right now. It's like, yeah. it's hard to think of someone to replace him when I don't want him to you be know, replaced. You know, especially because, like, um, so, like, Tyler Hochner, Hochner or whatever, from Supergirl? Yeah. He did an amazing job at Superman. The problem, my the only problem I would, or reason why I would say him is because I don't see him as a big screen Superman. Yeah, he's not a big screen Superman. He's a small screen Superman, which you know, is fine because he's great on the small screen. He's great on the small screen, and he does a great job of being Superman and making you feel like, yeah, he is Superman, but he doesn't overshadow Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cavill will overshadow Supergirl. Yes. Okay. Because. I mean, like, I don't understand, like, you could easily introduce her in Man of Steel, too, and then lead her off on her own film. Yeah. Tie that knot up. Like they did with Wonder Woman. They they introduced her in Dawn of the Justice. I know. And then she went off and had, like, you know, the biggest female-led superhero movie ever. Yeah, exactly. Know? Like. Um, so, but, like, of course, so recently they're they're going through the lists and stuff like that. Michael B. Anthony, or Michael B. Jordan is. I'm, lo- I'm looking at my movies right now, seeing if I can. 
Imagine Matt any Bomer, other actor. Matt Bomer was one that was on the list that I was like, okay, Matt Bomer could. The only snag with Bomer, though, is he's not that tall. Yeah. He could bulk up. He's not yep. that big, but he could bulk up, but he's not that tall. Right. Right? Now, I'm not saying that Superman has to be 6'8 and 400 pounds of pure muscle, but, I mean, Cavill's, what, 6'2"? That's about my size. 6'1", 6'2"? Man, I could look really hot if I if I worked out like that. Anyone could. Anyone could. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. Okay, so there's a character, Mac. He's one of the creators and writers. Okay, I heard of this character. For one season, he got fat. Ah. And fat. Like, he got fat. Okay? And uh, the reason why he got fat was because uh, he thought it was funny how, like, uh, the longer uh, sitcoms go, the better looking they get. They cited Big Bang Theory as being one of those reasons why. Because they always get better looking as they go. Yes, yes. And he always thought, that's kind of ridiculous because these guys are, like, nerds. Why do they start doing push-ups now? Right? So he got fat as a protest for it. Right? Newest season hit. What does he do? He actually got ripped. <laughs> okay, but the joke now is because he's in really good shape. The joke is like, how many sitcoms where they suddenly just for no reason are shirtless? So that's the ongoing gag. But yeah, he's in crazy good shape. I said it, it's killing him to do it. <laughs> you know, um, so everyone looks better working out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as who I would pick, like I, I don't, I don't, I have no fucking idea. You know, like, Channing Tatum was one, but I was like, no. 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 Because the other thing, too, is you got to pick a guy who is in the mid, early to mid-30s, because you're going to lock him in. Right, which is Cavill right now. Like, he's still our age. Yeah. So He's like, younger than us, I think. Yeah, I think he is, actually. But either way, so you lock in a guy who's in his mid to or, but also Cavill looked a little bit older, too. Yes. So when he was cast, I think he was just barely 30. Yeah. But just in the late 20s. But anyway, so have a guy that looks like he's in his mid, early 30s to mid 30s, even if he is, lock him in for the three movies, which could be about 10 years, let's say. Mm-hmm. So now he's in his mid 40s, then recast. You know, Duke James Bondwood. Once you age out of the role, recast. There's no problems with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But this is just extra turmoil that seems so weird. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, so they're like, yeah, Cavazel, 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 that his. Uh, uh, agent, who is, who is? The Rock's sister. No, his ex-wife. Oh, right, ex-wife. Yeah, Danny Garcia. Right. His ex-wife. His ex-wife. Who actually also represents The Rock. Could you right. imagine that? Because her brother is the, his producing partner. Yep. That's, a, that's weird. Seven bucks? To be that close to your ex. Well, it works, it works. They have a great So anyway, so... So she says, hey, he still got his cape, nothing's official, and then you get that, like we talked about the uh, the video from Cavill, and he's, he's, he's got that weird dog song. Not, <laughs> not saying anything, but saying, not like, no one's saying really anything, but they're not saying no. I'm actually going to post that video, like, right here. Okay. All Just right. so people can look at it and be like, I don't know what to get from that. Yeah, that's right. But, like, uh, pretty much in all at. honesty... Until we hear anything official, my gut tells me that what'll happen now is one of two things. Either Cavill officially says, okay, well, I'm done, because they can't come to agreements, or what happens is he's actually in Shazam, mm. okay? 
still a marketing ploy. Because that's the big rumor. Hey, he's in it, he's in it, he's in it. Now it's like, well, no, I'm not in it because of scheduling conflicts. And also, by the way, I'm not going to be Superman because right. Supergirl stuff. Not and thinking, then, how did you have scheduling conflicts? Because you did Fallout, which was done at Simpsons Justice League. Exactly. And you've done nothing since. Yeah. So what is the scheduling conflict? Yeah, and you just signed on for Yeah, you're not shooting it yet. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so... Something fishy. Exactly. So then he shows up in Captain Marvel, or Shazam, mm -hmm. and then literally there's Sea Superman next in Man of Steel 2 in 2020. That's, that is, I hope that's how it goes. Never just, ah, I rip her shirts off, throw them at the screen, start celebrating. Well, I would like very nicely take it off because it's probably one of 20 Superman shirts that I have that right. I keep a good, right. good repair. Exactly. So I'll just be like, mm, fold it. Michelle, please hold this. Thank it's you. Right. Please hold this in your purse. And then you... Ah! Oh my god! This is so crazy! But I, I do feel... Because like, I agree. Like, you have scheduling conflicts? With what? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? He's got another movie that's in the can waiting to come out. It's a thriller. I can't remember what it's called. Numa or Nola or something like that. But anyway. Okay. But that's it. Alright. You know? I mean... Oh, can I say this real quick? Mm. Mission Impossible Fallout is now the highest grossing Mission Impossible of all time. Topping one of the worst Mission Impossible movies of all time. Which one is the one I'm talking about? The Mission Impossible 2? Oh, 3. No, no. 2. Because it also tops 3 and 3 is the worst. Alright, I will actually, you know what? You are correct. Ah. And I am correct. Neither of us are, well, neither of us are right or wrong. It's just... It is what it is. But congratulations. It's a mutual disagreement. Congratulations. congratulations to, we will agree on this, the best Mission Impossible movie. Hands down the best Mission Impossible movie. That can't come out on DVD, Blu-ray, fast enough. It's projected oh. November. It's projected November. It's not even official. But it's not even done in China yet. Mm. I might never see this movie in Blu-ray 4K. It's I can't such wait a good movie. to oh, see it. It's so good. Oh. So, uh, so okay, to, to actually officially answer the instant question, I can't really tell you because I actually really like Henry Cavill. Uh, I never thought I'd... Because Ralph I didn't feel did enough, and I, I know it's not his fault. He wasn't his own Superman. Mm -hmm. He wasn't allowed to be his own Superman. Or they didn't say, hey, let's do a different Superman. They went, let's do Christopher Reeve's Superman. And I grew up with Christopher Reeve's Superman. I love Superman. I love Christopher Reeve's Superman. I always will. I will always have a soft spot for him. But I feel like Cavill's Superman is closer to my Superman, both visually, especially now at Justice League, uh, character-wise. Yeah. Okay? Um, and I like Batman v Superman. I know a lot of people didn't. I do. I like Man of Steel. A lot of people didn't. I really do. I like all these movies and Justice League. Great movie. Not amazing. Mm -mm. As it should have been. Could have been. As it could have been. If Warner didn't fucking fuck yeah. it up. Yeah, they got they turned into bitches. Yeah. It's like that just three hour version of Batman v Superman is far superior. Touching shit. But let's make a two hour movie. Let's rush everything. Let's let Joss Whedon do mm -hmm. his Joss Whedon thing. Yeah. Let's it's like people. We could have waited two weeks for Cavill to finish and had a Superman without a mustache. Didn't have to rush. Ridiculous. So what about you? I think the only obvious answer is I, I don't want anyone else besides Henry Cavill. Yep. 
Um, but, it's, but if someone is going to do it, it should be Nicolas Cage. Man, I don't know why I didn't say that. Because I mean, we know he looks good in the suit. He probably still has that suit. We know he looks good in the suit. <laughs> suit is so heinous, especially now because, like, when you look at Man of Steel's suit, mm-hmm. which yeah. I don't think is on here, it's 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 under DC. There it is. Okay, so when you you, you see, I hope that this shows Superman and not Zod. <laughs> Actually, can you hold that right there? I'm just I'm gonna do this real quick. Oh, okay. All right, that's better. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Steelbooks, eh? Okay. So, that costume is actually a ridiculously awesome Superman costume. Yes. I remember literally being like, oh, they got rid of the trunks? Uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That actually looks really cool. It looks great. You know what I mean? Um, and then, like I said, when they tweaked the belt a bit, the colors a bit in Batman v Superman, I was like, yes. Like, that's awesome. Okay? They brightened everything up in Justice League. I feel it's just down to the filter that they used. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any brighter than it was in Batman v Superman. It was just the filter. But I'm like, yes, this is it. Visually, he looked like Superman. He started to act more like Superman yep. than ever before. And not like he wasn't completely out of character in the previous movies. Because he was pretty close. There was just a couple of things, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I agree. I, I don't want anyone else right now. Except for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And he's got to grow the hair out again. Like, oh, long, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Look like look like Green Goblin. <laughs> the mask of Green Goblin on the body of Superman. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's about it. CGI uh, those abs again like man. they did in Ghost Rider. So thank you for the instant question, Torstein nineteen or Torstein. It could be Stein too. Yeah, it could be Torstein. Torstein. Nineteen eighty one. That's one single Ramstein now. Torstein? Two Haas? <laughs> That's the way to end this is on the loop at the back. Yes. Instead of warm sun, feed me up and I'm weary. Load me up, load and yeah, for a change, and I don't know any more of the words. Geek pants. Oh, you gotta keep that going. This is the most stupidest closing ever. Pants. Camcast. Oh, Gavin Rosdale, you are so cool. Oh. These pancakes are delicious.